Welcome to episode 214 of The Amy Ayler Show, especially for ambitious, soulful, powerful women that are ready to stop being so darn hard on themselves and really release that self-bullying and embrace their inner wisdom, that voice of truth inside of them. Show notes for today's episode can be found at amyaylersshow.com forward slash 214. Now you may have noticed that I took a big fat break, y'all. It's true, summer proved to be an incredibly busy time for this mama of two. And I had many adventures over the summer, including having the opportunity to go to Magical Maui for two weeks and have some fun over there and lead a really amazing retreat with my dear friend Sark. We also, and I'll do another episode on this, ended up in the crazy hurricane warning for Hurricane Lane while we were there. I will do a whole other episode on that because that was a trip to say the least. And I also spent a lot of times with my girls, with my husband. And so now that we're in the back to school season, I am back to recording the Amy Ayler Show. So thanks for bearing with me on that break. I hope you had a beautiful summer and I'm sending you so much love. And we're going to get right into today's episode, which is about 14 years of marriage and why I am so excited to be in couples therapy. Yes, it's true. Now, I've been with my husband, Rob, the amazing Rob Ehlers, for, and he's, by the way, is the one that wrote the theme song for the show. He's an incredibly talented musician. He also works at a startup. He's going to be going out on a rock and roll tour um, a little bit this year and also in 2019. I'm so excited for him. It'll be quite an adventure to be solo parenting for a few weeks while he's gone. But he is an amazing man. I've been with my beloved for 18 years. We met back in 2000. I knew on my second date that I was going to marry him. True story. And we've now been married for 14 years. We just had our 14th wedding anniversary in July. And I wanted to record this episode because I feel like so often when we hear that a couple is in marriage counseling, we feel like it conjures up the dun-dun-dun music clue and assume that the marriage is in trouble. But I'm here to attest that after 14 years of wedded bliss, wedded messiness and magic, and really honestly everything in between, heartache, disappointment, horrible grief when we lost both Rob's birth mom and also his adopted mom in a seven-year, seven-month, excuse me, period, and so much more. Parenting, the chaos of parenting. I mean, it's just marriage is hard, y'all. It is challenging. And I feel like therapy, couples coaching, having a sacred space where you and your beloved can talk about things is the key to making your relationship last. As my dear friend Sark, Susan Aria Rainbow Kennedy, said in one of her books, I will never have an unsupervised relationship again. And I do feel that way. I feel like, especially in a romantic relationships, especially when you add kids into the mix, my goodness, we need supervision. We need help. We need support. And so I just wanted to take the, you know, bust the myth that being in marriage counseling means that things are in trouble and that what you want to do is wait until things are really challenging and hard in your marriage. I say, why are we not all in couples counseling? (laughs) Any of you that are in a relationship, in a romantic relationship, in a long-term relationship, why are we not doing couples coaching from the beginning? Why are we not having that just be ingrained in our souls that it is okay to get help in your relationship? And I think therapy does not equal trouble unless you wait that long. 
And I feel like for my husband and I, you know, our youngest daughter, Evie Rose, is now four and a half years old. She's just went into her second year of preschool. And just that transition from babyhood and then toddlerhood and then now preschool has been a huge transition for us. And we're having, like, I feel like we're just finally, like, breaking through the surface of all of the chaos of having a baby at home. And we finally have some space in our lives because Evie Rose is in preschool four days a week and she flippin' loves it. She's such a social kid. She loves it. Um, We can't pick her up too early because then she misses getting to master the monkey bars, which is her big master thing that she's doing these days. And so it's like, okay, all of a sudden we're through the chaos of the first you know, I think I feel like the first year of having a baby is intense. And then it's like you kind of gradually get more and more space in your psyche for yourself and your relationship. And it just felt like a really good time for Rob and I to go back to couples counseling. We've been in couples counseling before. We've also used couples coaches, which has been amazing. We've done online programs together. We've attended retreats together. This is one of the reasons I knew I could marry Rob Ehlers is because literally, I think in the first month that we were dating, I invited him to go to this like wild growth, a personal growth workshop with me. And he was like, okay, I'll go. And he was totally willing and just like such a brilliant participant and contributed so much. And I knew in that moment that I could marry him because he wasn't afraid to get help. And I know that not all men and not all women are like this. Not all human beings are open to help. And I am here to do everything I can to inspire you on today's episode to get help, to get support. You can do this through your pastor. You can do this through your rabbi. You can do this. I remember my parents went to something called Marriage Encounter back when I was a kid. And I remember very vividly going as kids with different friends from that group. And they would be going off and doing the Marriage Encounter workshop together as a couple. And I just thought that's so cool that they're having that time together. So whatever works for you, there's also so many free services that you can find. So this does not have to be that money prohibits you from getting the support you need. I know so many sliding scale therapists out there too. So if you are feeling like, you know what, I need to upgrade my agreements because I feel like a marriage is nothing but agreements. There's spoken agreements and there's unspoken agreements. And in this um, latest iteration So to speak, I'm going to take a little sip of my green smoothie here. In this latest iteration of couples counseling, Rob and I really have really uncovered in like the first couple of sessions, a massive misunderstanding that got cleared up in couples therapy. And this misunderstanding had been going on in our marriage really since my first book came out back in 2011. So over seven years this misunderstanding. And I'll be completely vulnerable here and share a little bit about this misunderstanding with Rob's permission. And what it was is that when we moved up to the San Francisco Bay Area from Los Angeles, we had, we met in the Los Angeles area. His mom was in the Los Angeles area and we got married when we lived in down in LA, have an incredible um, community of beloved friends and family down there. And when Rob's mom passed away, After we had gotten married, we decided to move back up to the San Francisco Bay Area, back up for me, his first time living in the San Francisco Bay Area. And when we moved back up to the San Francisco Bay Area, when I moved home, we ended up with being right near my mom and dad, my my sisters, my entire family, my cousins, my aunts and uncles. I have a ton of family up here. 
And it also really opened me up. I was pregnant at the time with our oldest, Annabella, and I knew that I really wanted to raise my family near my family. And Rob loves my family and my family adores Rob. So it felt like a really good match. We moved up here and then it was an incredible challenge for Rob to find work. He had, you know, he's a musician. He's an incredibly talented musician. He actually went on tour and was gone for three months during my pregnancy with Annabella on tour in Europe with music. And he really wanted to find a stable, quote unquote, day job here in the San Francisco Bay Area. My, after I had Annabella, my life coaching work and really building my online community and getting my first book deal really took off. I was really soaring in my career in all of these new ways. I went through a very dark period. And then it was like I broke through that breakdown to breakthrough, so to speak. I broke through and I ended up, you know, doing the Women Masters Teleseminar series, which if you've heard me speak about my journey as a an author and speaker and coach, that really was a huge milestone for me and really started me building an online community and ended up with me getting my first book deal and really rubbing elbows with women that I had admired and really welcomed me, like had me take a seat at the table in this community and the self-help world. At the same time, my husband was really struggling. He was struggling to find work that could work for him. He, it, it, was, it was a time of, of real struggle for him. And so I did this really interesting thing. And I think this was a subconscious thing. This wasn't conscious. But there was this feeling because I was really rising and soaring in my career while he was in the down in the in the dumps in the gutter, so to speak, right, with his career, and um, because music was also a real struggle moving from Los Angeles to the San Francisco Bay Area. I made up this big fat lie, I will call it, my inner mean girl, I would even say made this up, that the more I succeeded, the worse Rob felt. Like that there was this way in which, I mean, he's always been so supportive of me in everything that I've done. He's been my biggest fan. But I had this fear and made this assumption that I didn't want to shine too bright. I didn't want to create too much money, create too much success, become, you know, really big and and really fulfill my potential because that was somehow having him feel like a failure. And I think it was because of the book deal and the book release and all the stuff happening while he was in the struggle that I made that connection. And it was never anything that Rob said to me. It was never anything that, um, you know, was anything but an assumption, I really think, in my subconscious mind. And I spoke up about that in one of our therapy sessions. And he was like, let me clear that up. Oh, my gosh. No. Oh, my gosh. The more money you make, the more successful you are, the more people you reach, the bigger your platform gets, the more people that you help. All of it, all of it is so inspiring to me. And there was like absolutely nothing. Like it was a total big fat lie that I didn't even realize was in there in my subconscious And we cleared up that understanding. Can you believe that? And that is all from being with an incredibly talented, amazing therapist who asked the right questions and the bravery of me speaking it. I will definitely own that it was a brave and courageous moment for me to speak that. Like, well, I kind of feel like, and for him, and and by the way, it would have been okay if he did feel that way. A lot of people would feel that way, by the way. And I think especially... 
in a male and female dynamic, if you're in a heterosexual relationship, sometimes when the woman, you know, becomes really powerful and a shining, it can feel threatening to men, right? That can happen. And vice versa, by the way, when the, a man is, you know, really soaring and making this money. And for those of you that are in, um, you know, homosexual relationships, there might be one of you, one of the partners that feels intimidated when the other one is doing really well. That is totally fine too. And how great to take that to a wonderful, talented therapist or coach or pastor or whatever works for you that can then help you work through that and help you set up new agreements around that. Now, in my case, Rob was like, no, that's not what's going on at all. And he was able to really clear up that misunderstanding. Can you imagine the freedom that it has given me in my business, the freedom that it has given me in my heart and in my soul to know that the more financial prosperity I create, the more success I have in my career, the happier my husband is, the more he is inspired that that can actually be something that inspires him and carries him. And I can't even tell you, I mean, what a huge misunderstanding. And to have that cleared, this is the value of having a what I will call a sacred container, a container that is being held for your relationship. I really love the view in um, many coaching circles that focus on couples coaching. And this is, you know, really in any partnership where you view the marriage, in this case, as a human being, where you actually personify the marriage, where you view the business, if you're in a business partnership, as a human being. And you can really ask, what is the marriage asking of me right now? What is the marriage asking of my partner right now? What does the marriage need to survive and thrive right now? right? So this can be such an interesting thing for you to do and to look at. And in that moment, our marriage needed us to clear that out and clear that up. Huge misunderstanding. And what a joy to have cleared that up. And that's just one of the gazillion breakthroughs that Rob and I have had since going back to couples therapy. And I just feel like if nothing else, I want to be doing a tune-up at least once a year, when we feel like this particular cycle is complete and we're kind of like, okay, this is feeling good, then why not schedule a tune-up once a year, twice a year with your therapist that knows you and knows your story with your coach, with you know the trusted person or advisor that you have that can really be supportive of you in your marriage. I think it's so worth it. I think it's so worth it. And I just, again, I want to say, You know, being in a relationship, a long-term relationship for the long haul is challenging. It's challenging. We grow, we grow apart, we grow together, we grow closer. There's ebbs and flows in any relationship. And so I just want to remind you that you can get the support that you need. All right, darling. So as always, you can find out more about me at my website, wakeupcallcoach.com. And why not cruise over and watch a clip of my powerful women in self-bullying keynote over at wakeupcallcoaching.com forward slash speaking dash engagements. I love any of you that are new to my community here. I just want to give you a shout out and say thank you so much for listening. As always, the biggest compliment you can give me is to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. When you give me a review on iTunes, and hopefully it'll be a wonderful review, and I welcome your constructive criticism as well there on iTunes. It really allows other people to find the show. And if you're new to my world, I also want to remind you that you can receive your free Wake Up Your Inner Wisdom kit on my website over at wakeupcallcoach.com. 
So with that, until next time, I will be, my goal is always to deliver two episodes a month to you here for the Amy Ayler Show. And I, I probably in the future might just be taking my summers off or at least saying, okay, maybe one, one show a month over the summer. But I'm back in action here through the end of the year, delivering an Amy Ayler Show into your inbox which again, if you get your wake up, your inner wisdom kit, you will be subscribed to the Amy Ehler show as well. So with that, I'm sending you off with so much love. Keep embracing the messiness and the magic of life. And I'm sending you love. Bye-bye.